0: mind. It's a beautiful Thursday evening, 11.36pm to be exact. I have been up since 8 and I've just been doing shit literally all day. So I'm like kind of tired, but I did have like a big cup of coffee this morning. So I think that kind of energized me throughout the day. That might not seem like a lot to you, but normally I can only drink half a cup. My body's just super sensitive, but yeah. I also have Thursdays and Fridays off currently, and so my Thursdays are just kind of like jam-packed because I'm trying to like fit so much in so I could really enjoy my days off. But we'll see. I might kind of switch it up because I kind of... I don't know. We'll see. I kind of like... I just get so stressed out sometimes on Thursdays that I'm like, I wish I could just work on Fridays so I'm not like so stressed out on Thursdays. But then like getting a lot done on Thursdays makes me feel really good. Like right now, I honestly feel satisfied with where I'm at, even though I'm recording super late. I just feel good compared to I tried recording last night and that just didn't work at all. But I honestly had like a really long day last night or yesterday and then I tried um Monday night and then it just I just didn't it just wasn't it on Monday so I kept getting interrupted and I don't like getting interrupted while I'm recording because I just lose my flow so anyways I am here. Happy to be here. Let's get started with the weekly segment. So three things that I am grateful for. I have adopted this new affirmation. I'm like constantly adopting new affirmations, but one of them is I love my life. And I'll get into this. I think it's like literally perfect for this episode topic because I've just been focusing on being a lot more positive lately. So that's a big one. I love my life. I'll get into it. Second thing is soda. (laughs) I'm drinking a blood orange soda from Trader Joe's right now. I obviously soda's not like great for you, but it's just kind of like a nice little something when you don't want to drink water or when I have to do something and I just need like a little snack or something. Like I love a good soda. Ideally, it should just be like a kombucha or something like that because that's healthy. But I've just been super into sodas lately and going out, I've been trying honestly being like sober curious and not drinking alcohol and instead I'll have a soda and it honestly has been really good. So I got tips from Holly after our sober episode. She gave tips on how to be sober and still have fun when you go out and one of them was to always have a drink in your hand and so having a soda like kind of I do get FOMO like a lot of the times why I'll start drinking is because I just I feel left out and people are like where's your drink or like is that water and so having a soda like one it tastes good and it's still a little pick-me-up it's way cheaper than alcohol oh my god a soda is like $2.50 or $3 which also makes me feel better about not spending so much and then yeah it's just fun still and so I've been enjoying it I've done that like twice now and it's been cool third thing that I'm grateful for is honestly that I did laundry this morning I was supposed to have to like wait until I got home and did it but can you imagine if I came home I literally just came home like 20 minutes ago if I had to come home at 11 something and still do laundry That would literally be the worst thing ever and I would hate my life. So I'm very grateful that I did laundry this morning. How I'm feeling right this second. Yes, satisfied. But I really want to talk about how I felt yesterday because this was just so eye-opening for me. And if you are anxiously or anxious avoidantly attached or know somebody who is, like this is such a great insight into really understanding that world, which I really want to do an episode on the attachment styles because it's so fascinating to me. There are four different attachment styles. There's securely attached, anxious attachment, avoidant attachment, and anxious avoidant. And so I'm anxious avoidant. So anxious avoidants have tendencies of both the anxious attachment and the avoidant attachment. So really quick, the securely attached person is not afraid of intimacy and getting close. They have normally had like a really great childhood, parents that responded to them in a healthy way whenever they were crying. Anxiously attached people get really like anxious and like in their head and a lot of the time it's because they had a parent or an upbringing that I can't remember right off the top of my head because I wasn't planning on talking about like this like the attachment style specifically but both the anxious and the avoidant attached styles like didn't really have a secure childhood or parents that responded but the way that they act is different so an anxiously attached person kind of gets like this narrative in their head and they really want to be close to the person and so sometimes they could come off as clingy because they're like anxious that they're not really close with their partner and so they'll like want to be close and they'll do extra things to like make sure that they're close and then an avoidant attached person is kind of like the opposite where they're like when people are getting too close they're like okay this is scary like i'm gonna run away like i'm i shut down or like run away like cut it off this is over like i don't want to be close and so the confusing part about an anxious avoidant person is that sometimes you like really want to be close and you and i'll like do all these extra things But then other times I'm like, hey, this is too much. Like, I want to end things. And so some people have been curious about the guy that I brought up in the last episode. And it's kind of complicated, but I'll explain it. We've been dating for a few months now, um, but it's never gotten to the point of being exclusive because he's actually moving away in two months We live in San Francisco currently, and he's moving to Austin, Texas for a job. And so we, it just doesn't make sense to become exclusive, and it doesn't really make sense to be in a relationship and start it off long distance. And so for a while, I was like, I don't know, like, he's leaving, and if we don't see a future, like, what's the point? Like, I should just end things. But... I've just never had like a connection like this, and I've never had such a healthy relationship as I was saying in the last episode. I I really like can do anything with him, and I just love the fact that we can just hang out and still have a good time. Like I'm not somebody who needs to go out all the time, and I'm not like an extreme extrovert, so it's, I just want someone to hang out with, you know, like, that's what I'm, like, looking for in a partner, and I also tend to catastrophize a lot, especially, um, in relationships, and I get really in my head, especially when we're apart, and I just get into these narratives in my head about how, like, we're not okay, and, like, we're not close, and then, like, that is, like, the anxious part, where I'm, like, oh my gosh, I'm, like, thinking about this, and, like, I really want us to be close, and so, like do something like I'll for example like yesterday I was like I texted him and I was like hey like are you free like let's do this and then just like the timing didn't work out so we couldn't hang out and then like all of a sudden in my head even though logically I know like it's not me it was just like the timing but like my body starts to react where I'm like okay like he doesn't like me Like, we're not okay. He just isn't interested in me. And then I'll jump to this part where I'm like, I need to end things. Like, what am I doing? Like, what is this like he doesn't like me so I should run away it was just so wild and literally as I'm looking at my feelings chart because I'm like I feel sad I feel just low vibe I look at my feelings chart and I actually realize that I'm feeling aware And it's wild because aware stems from the main emotion of being joyful. And I was like, whoa. This whole time I thought I was feeling low vibe. Like I thought I was feeling sad. Like things weren't working out. But I'm actually aware of the current emotions that I was feeling. And it was just so wild. Like I was like, I'm actually not sad. I'm actually like good. And then when I took a shower, I realized that we were actually fine. Like there was nothing wrong. Like this was all in my head. And this morning he like sent me a super cute text. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I was literally in my head this whole time. It just made me realize And just like understand the bigger picture and step away from my thoughts and almost like look at it from an outside perspective and realize what's going on. I don't know if that made sense, but I am just really happy that I'm getting here because... It's like a big step in not letting my emotions control me and it just feels really good to be able to grow in this way. Something that I'm into right now is, okay, I used to, one, like not really like to exercise at all. There was like a small period of time in high school where I would run in the morning, but it was just like around like two blocks, like it wasn't really a lot. And then like in college, I didn't really like working out it wasn't until I found yoga in 2019 that I really fell in love with yoga for so many reasons but it was just like a cherry on top that it was a form of exercise and so like religiously until like pretty much now I would just like straight do yoga only and like that would be my form of exercise but something I'm into right now is getting in some sort of movement every day and yes most of the time it's still yoga but instead of like having the goal of doing yoga every day it could be anything like I went on a hike with my friend Kendall if you're listening to this I freaking love you I'm sending you so much love you mean so much to me and you're such a light in this world and you seriously make my world so much better I went on a hike with her and James, her boyfriend, and her super cute dog, Mabel. We went on a long hike, and, like, that was fun. And it was just nice to be able to be like, okay, I got my form of exercise in, and it doesn't have to be yoga, especially just because I've been feeling stuck in so many ways That it's been nice to switch things up. I'm planning on doing another dance class. And so that could be my exercise for the day. Just like stuff like that. I just am liking switching it up. Going to different yoga studios. And just getting my endorphins in still. Because that's important in happiness. All right romanticizing your life if you haven't heard what romanticizing your life is it's a social media trend and i've been really enjoying it because one a lot of the time it's like aesthetic and i just love the aesthetic but two i just love the principle of it so it's about putting yourself in the path of beauty like searching for beauty present in your everyday even through the mundane days, even through the mundane tasks. It's about being positive about the things that life has to offer and about finding or creating the joy or beauty. Whether the circumstances you're going through is what you imagined or wanted. So I like this because as I've mentioned growing up and just like my regular default state has been negative and I tend to find myself I'm a lot better now. But it used to be really bad where like I was constantly like waiting for the next thing. Like I would be like so excited for the next thing and I was just never happy with where I was and I kind of got stuck in that spiral for a little bit this year. Just never happy with where I was and like constantly having these great goals and like working towards them which made me happy but I... I was just always looking for to hit a milestone or something and to just like for that to bring me happiness and kind of going back to like what this guy that I'm seeing he just like really inspired me like after this Tahoe trip and like just honestly like after I tried to end things The night before his birthday, like, he was really upset. But, like, the next day, I apologized. And, you know, he was like, how is this time going to be different? And, like, I explained myself. All these things. And he was able to enjoy his birthday. And at the end of the night, too, he, like, still wanted to see me somehow. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, wild. But I think about him, and I'm like, how is he so happy? Like, I used to just compare my life. To him and be like, you know, it's so much better. Like, it's it's not fair. Not like a lot, but like I would find myself doing that. And then when I really like looked at the bigger picture, he doesn't have like a way better life than me or anybody. Like, he's really the epitome of happiness is a choice. And he chooses to be grateful for the present moment, no matter what he's going through. And... Cause, like this one, this, this one thing I got triggered by like on the trip and like that's kind of what <laughs> made me want to leave. And like he technically like didn't do anything wrong, but I couldn't get over it. Like I just, I couldn't get over it. I knew that I just needed to like let go in order to move on, but I had such a hard time letting go and watching him be able to let go of something that I did to that really hurt him versus him like not necessarily doing something wrong and I couldn't let go of that just really inspired me to like be more positive in my life because because he's so positive he really does attract great things and That's the energy that I want to embody, and I also just want to be happy. And he talked about how, like, all the books that he's read on happiness, it all comes down to gratitude. It's all about gratitude. And so that's just, like, a huge focus of my life right now. It's being grateful, and to me, romanticizing your life means... Pouring love into your present moment, being grateful, and living your life like you're in a movie. And it's about seeing the beauty throughout your day, no matter what you're going through. I had this one friend that shared this when I talked about how I want to be more positive, and she said, you can't have pros without cons. And I thought that was just so beautiful because it's so true. It's so true. And so I wrote out a whole list on how to romanticize your life because this is what I'm working on as well. So after our Tahoe trip, we literally came home back to his house and I was just doing some work on his couch. He was super excited because like the basketball game was on. And he was, like, literally just, like, doing little errands and chores and, like, vacuuming while the game was on. He's, like, just always constantly, like, doing something. Like, he's just keeping busy all the time. And he also just gets a lot done by doing that. Watching him do that was just inspiring because... I ended up going home and I was like you know what I have so much to do like I need to clean my floors and clean my bathroom and do my dishes like (laughs) all this shit that I've just been like putting off for so long because it's not fun but he inspired me to make it fun so I went home went on YouTube and put on a stand-up comedy special and I just got to cleaning right away and it was so much better and then I put on an episode of Dave that I've been watching that's like a new show that I've been watching. I wouldn't really recommend a show that you kind of need to pay attention to because I had to rewatch the episodes, but just like put something on, you know, you can like put a rerun of Friends or an old show that you like that you don't necessarily have to be like really paying attention to and watching, but doing that or like a podcast. So That will make cleaning your home more fun. That'll help romanticize your life. Um, Playing a new playlist. I found this playlist as I was cleaning. It's called Slow Morning with the White Heart. Love the White Heart. I will put it in the show notes because it's just like such a chill vibe that I like. Also, during that time when he was watching his game show (laughs) when he was watching the game and doing stuff I was able to just sit on the couch and do work that was lit so for me body doubling is so much more fun in doing work after my hike with Kendall she went to dinner and James her boyfriend our fiance excuse me her fiance was home and he ended up doing work and so I just sat on their couch and did some more work and so that made it more fun and then I went to a viewpoint after and recorded my podcast so that was like a way to romanticize my life rather than doing the regular like let me just go straight home do some work and then like record at home like I like to switch things up that brings more beauty and color to my days. Another way to romanticize your life is to get dressed and cute for your day even if you're not going out to a party or even if you're just doing work from home like looking cute for yourself. That just like puts you in a better mood and you just feel good. And when you feel good, you do good. You can update your mood or your vision board. I remember when I was kind of over my old vision board. And so I just made another one on Canva for the size of my Phone and laptop, and I made a new board for that. And so now I'm constantly looking at a vision board that really inspires me and excites me. And I've had it for months now, so that's always really fun. I even updated my dream wall pictures. I haven't printed the pictures yet, but even the process of reevaluating what your goals are, what your dreams are, and finding pictures that you you really connect with or are inspired by is super exciting and so I've done that and I love all of that. Buying yourself some flowers the best. I freaking love this. Buying yourself a couple of different types of flowers and the baby's breath or some of the eucalyptus leaves and creating your own bouquet. Beautiful. I will also add the link to my TikTok that I made. You can go to Whole Foods and pretty much make your own bouquet and get it wrapped. That's a beautiful way to romanticize your life. If you purchase something online or in person, getting it gift wrapped, even if it's just for you, so that you can come home or get a gift that is wrapped beautifully, changing up your space, changing your energy. Would your bed feel better against a different wall or a different window? I love this because... Whenever I change my bed orientation, I wake up and I see my room in a different way. And it's, it's just beautiful. It gives me fresh energy and different perspective, especially when I'm feeling stuck. Getting out of your comfort zone. So taking a class that you've always wanted to take either by yourself or with a friend. Shout out Holly. She's taking a new UX UI design class and she's always been inspired by art and has been wanting to go down the art road and explore that just like continuing to learn investing in a new hobby without any pressure of it having to be a career or something like just doing something for the fun of it like going rock climbing getting a little gym pass at the rock climbing gym if that's something that you're interested in joining an intramural sports team with like a sport that you've enjoyed doing when you were younger or like haven't done in a long time. That's a fun way to make friends and even do something with your friends as well. Going for the nice stuff, going for the nice bottle of wine that you've been saving or wearing that dress or nice outfit that you've been wearing like instead of waiting for a special occasion The special occasion is now. Use it now. Like, why do we have to wait for what society deems as a special occasion? You know, like, it's a fucking Thursday night. I had a long-ass day. I feel satisfied. I should be able to open a nice bottle of wine to celebrate myself and celebrate this beautiful moment and a beautiful Thursday, like, just because. Romanticize your life. (laughs) Adding new art to your wall. Changing it up. Making it aesthetic. Changing your vibe. Maybe trying a different style of outfit. Getting out of your comfort zone in that way. Dressing up for dinner just because. Making dinner for a friend and Turning on the lights, making it like a nice moody dinner, creating a nice playlist for it, like setting the vibes just because it's fun. We love that. Investing in a spa day for yourself or taking a day to disconnect from your phone and really just be present. Even if scheduling in an hour or few hours to put your phone on, do not disturb and be present that's a beautiful way to romanticize your life I have been not looking at my phone in the morning as I do my morning routine just to really be present and not be as reactive I've been really enjoying that and it's been just so nice being able to wake up and just see my room in a different light in the morning and not look at a text and be like oh You know, and it's like a work text, so it's kind of just like checking your email or something and being like, ugh, like this, like another thing that I have to do or like that I'm not excited about, you know? Taking a drive just for the sake of taking a drive. I love this. I just, I love driving. It's so mindless for me, and my favorite is. After I get out from visiting a friend or something like that and I'm in a good mood and I'm already in the city, like I will just continue driving. Like instead of driving home, I will go to a view spot or just drive around and explore a new neighborhood and just see what it's like. I love that. Upgrading your loungewear. This is my favorite part. Investing in a cute pajama set or a cute, comfy pajama set. Oh my gosh, okay, I have to link a pajama set from Amazon on here because it's so soft and it's so cute and you just feel so elevated wearing it. I have it in black and I got it for Holly in pink for her birthday and it's super cute, we match. And I think she likes it, I think she loves it. <laughs> I'll have to check in again or let me know, Holly, when you listen to this. But that, that's my favorite. It's just like a great way to like walk around the house and feel like elevated. Going on an adventure, a spontaneous adventure. Now that it's spring and it's warm, it's perfect for mini road trips, little day trips, just getting away and exploring somewhere new. I am super excited. I really want to explore Mill Valley. There's this one spa that has hot tubs that I want to go to and this gorgeous gorgeous bookstore or library I can't for I can't remember but it's one of those and I just want to go experience that it's like only 30 minutes away and it's been fun like moving here into the city last year there's just like a bunch of smaller little towns and places that are are not too far that I can visit so something like that brainstorming a trip that you'd want to take either with yourself, your significant other, your bestie. It could be a getaway nearby or a staycation. You can look up deals and make it special, right? It doesn't have to be a special occasion. I need to take this advice, this specific one, because I'm such a traveler. Like I love to travel. I'm a Sagittarius. I also love new experiences and Especially since this past year, I worked so much without really taking any time off for myself and me kind of going through my period of stuckness. I have realized how much I emphasized working and I really want to emphasize also living. Like I want to do both and something that gets me through My days at work is having a trip planned. So thankfully I have one in May coming up. Super excited about that. But I want to have another trip planned after. And it can be short. Doesn't matter. But I want to make that happen. And it's scary for me because, I mean, for so long I've always been like, okay, doing things on my own. But for some reason, that kind of scares me. But you know what? That just made me realize that that would be me choosing fear, not love. So I'm going to plan something. And if I have to go by myself, I'm going to go by myself. I honestly love doing things by myself. I don't know why I freak out so much. I think it's like mainly because when I'm not in a good place and I'm by myself, I tend to spiral and it's not the best. So... That freaks me out a little bit, but I'm getting better at handling my emotions and therapy has been really helpful. So anyways, that was a tangent. <laughs> um, last thing on my list, shake up your sex routine. <laughs> Go somewhere new, try a new position, try a new toy, any of that. Shake it up, maybe get some new lingerie. We love that. We love that. All right, so those are my ways to romanticize your life. Let me know if any of these are something that excites you because I would just love to know and I hope you do it. Let me know also if there's anything else that has come to mind that is a way for you to romanticize your life. And before I go, I want to end this with a mindset quote about being positive and choosing to think that everything is always working out for you because it always is. And kind of going back to what I mentioned at the beginning that I'm grateful for, that I love my life is that there's always going to be pros and cons in your life. Nothing's ever going to be exactly how you want it. And there's never going to be a time in your life where everything is working out perfectly. And so choosing the affirmation, I love my life, and choosing the mindset that everything is always working out for me, regardless of maybe how it feels in the moment or how I think it feels, it's all about perspective. And I just want to be present and happy and grateful with wherever I'm at because. There's always going to be things that could be better. And so I wanted to end it with this quote that is from the 5-Minute Journal. And it says, Train your mind to see the good in everything. Positivity is a choice. The happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. I love that. And so I'll leave you with that. Romanticize your life. Your life is great. My life is great. Your life is great all of our lives are great. It's all about how we look at it. So I hope you see the beauty in your life. I hope you see the beauty in you. And I love you. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much again for listening. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to Feelings State of Mind. Any and all feedback is welcome. Feel free to email me at feelings.stateofmind at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at feelings.stateofmind. While you're at it, follow the pod on Instagram. If you enjoyed the episode, share this episode on your socials or with someone who you think would benefit from listening to that episode. If you'd like to donate to support the pod, you can click on the link at the bottom of the show description. If you're loving Feeling State of Mind podcast, please rate, review, and click the follow button wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for all your support lovers and remember it's cool to feel.